0: Hey everyone, welcome to My Wife the Dietitian, a weekly podcast about lifestyle and healthy eating. I'm Rob and together with my wife Sandra, we invite you to join us on this informative yet entertaining journey through the complex world of healthy eating.
1: We'll cover everything but the kitchen sink. Each week we'll discuss topics ranging from how to protect yourself from developing cancer, spicy foods to rev up the libido, to caring for your palliative grandfather with Alzheimer's,
0: We'll also delve into more complex issues like, what the heck is oat milk? Why doesn't my butt fit into these jeans? And every guy's favorite question, will eating spinach really make it bigger? Join us each week as we strive to educate, enlighten, and entertain you. Okay, hands up if you're here for part two of Eating to Maintain Healthy Immunity. Alright, okay, just looks like the one person in the back there that needs to go listen to part one first. Everyone else is good. So, welcome to part two of Eating to Maintain Healthy Immunity. On last week's episode, we talked about some key nutrients that are important for a strong immune system. We also discussed the importance of getting those nutrients from your food instead of supplements. Join us now as we continue our discussion on eating healthy to maintain immunity. Hey, Sandra. So uh, welcome back. Um, Hi, Rob. Oh, hi, Sandra. (laughs) Um,
1: So we're here talking about uh, part two of eating well to maintain a healthy immune system.
0: Yes, we are.
1: Perfect. Okay. Um, I do want to mention to focus on balance. So healthy eating and balance, but not just with your uh, diet. So um, to help keep your immune system healthy all year long, uh, focus on a balanced eating plan.
0: Okay, I was wondering where you're going with that. I thought <laughs> you were going to start talking about yoga. No,
1: I am actually. Oh, Ad- okay. Adequate sleep, physical activity, and stress management.
0: Oh, balance with all those things you mean. And yoga definitely fits And yoga, in okay, okay, sure.
1: There's eight uh, different Vitamins and minerals that we're going to discuss. And we've already covered the beta carotene, um, which is a precursor to vitamin A. Right. And uh, which is fat soluble, by the way.
0: And it turns your skin orange, by the way, <laughs> if you eat too much.
1: More if you're taking high dose supplements. But uh, um, vitamin C, we talked about, vitamin D. And we're actually not going to start with zinc because that is. Z and so that will be at the end so we're gonna next talk about um, vitamin E and selenium and then zinc and probiotics and protein
0: uh, so we are gonna talk about zinc before the end but <laughs> yes. that's okay we have a different alphabet here <laughs> we, we don't pay attention to the rules
1: <laughs> okay um, yeah so vitamin E Th-
0: there is a reason you'll f- you'll find out why when Sandra starts telling about zinc Oh. and vitamin E and selenium cuz apparently they're all related somehow.
1: Oh, wow. Uh now you're you're doing oh, it Hey, teaching. I listen. I listen. <laughs> That's good.
0: Okay. All right. Well, so vitamin E. Vitamin E. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's fat soluble. Um so there's four fat soluble vitamins. Uh fat soluble vitamins uh we And
0: did we Sorry, did we talk about what fat soluble means? I know you and I did like the other day. I don't know if we were recording when we were talking about it or not, so Maybe just explain again what that means so people understand.
1: Yeah, well, okay, there's uh, fat-soluble vitamins and water-soluble vitamins. And vitamin C is an example of a water-soluble vitamin. And so um, it gets used up fairly quickly and peed out if you have too much of it. So um, it doesn't get stored in the body, whereas fat-soluble gets stored.
0: All right, that sounds familiar. Right. So
1: with the fat-soluble vitamins... Um, there's vitamin A, D, E, and K. They're all fat soluble. Okay. So they do not uh, leave your body quickly. They stay in the body. Right. Um, and we did mention that vitamin D is one, it's a sunshine vitamin. And in the winter in North America, like in Canada, especially, um, you're not going to get the, sunshine or the vitamin D hormone doesn't convert in your skin right so that's one that it would be a good idea to have a supplement if you're not if you're not eating the right foods and if you're not uh, well like we said the fish is a biggest source of vitamin right.
0: D. the other thing we should mention too and I'm maybe you did but uh, there are certain kinds of fish that you don't want to eat too much of right because of too much something
1: the heavy metals right yeah the mercury mercury that's the one yeah so it's just um unfortunately in our environment is uh you know the ecosystem's getting um affected by um the toxins and the buildup is in the bigger fish so the bigger fish like uh the big um big ocean fish big ocean fish that are predators so shark has a high level of um, mercury and um, uh, I think snapper um, there's a list on uh, uh, Health Canada of the various uh, big predatory fish
0: <laughs> so so goldfish are, are safe then
1: <laughs> so salmon's a good one that uh, doesn't have the accumulation, and you um, just blew me off there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't eat goldfish. Don't
0: eat, I had to swallow a goldfish once.
1: Okay, anyway, okay. Yeah. we're getting sidetracked. Already. The little fish. Yeah, we totally are. The little fish, like sardines, and um, those are and anchovies. They have less of that uh, mm. mercury buildup. But, anyways, um, let's Sorry. go back to our uh, immune. Um, nutrients that we wanted to talk about
0: oh right that's why we're here
1: so yeah vitamin E it's fat soluble and it acts as an antioxidant and we discussed what antioxidants are last time we're learning yes and it's found uh, vitamin E is in almonds Mm. uh, sunflower seeds uh, peanut butter spinach broccoli and it helps to protect the immune cells from damage
0: I'm starting to see why spinach is such a superfood because it seems to be uh, have a bit of everything in it that's yeah. good for you.
1: Yeah, totally. It's a leafy green too, so it's uh, loaded with phytochemicals and those, uh, <laughs> those plant chemicals that we talked about, right? The wow. flavonoids and the Flavinoids. carotenoids and um, yeah, those really beneficial plant chemicals. But oh, the one other thing, avocado. Uh, Mm. Vitamin E uh, is, uh, avocado is a rich source of vitamin E.
0: And is that uh, something we need a lot of?
1: Um, We don't need a lot of. uh, Actually, there has been um, uh, studies that have shown that actually vitamin E isn't good at higher levels. So um, there was research with men with prostate cancer, uh, the SELECT trial. And they actually had to stop it because of um, the supplements that they were giving men with prostate cancer, uh, the supplements of vitamin E and selenium. And there was actually a concern that it might be increasing the risk of cancer. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's not a great idea to take supplemental vitamin E and just uh, rely on those um, fatty foods uh like i mentioned the plant fats so sunflower seeds and almonds and yeah that
0: stuff's pretty easy to eat for most people maybe i don't know i love all those foods so
1: yeah and i mean if you do take a multivitamin you're probably going to get a little bit of e in that and so that would be a good amount
0: right right and it's good for your skin or something too isn't it you see it in a lot of like moisturizers I've seen it somewhere else is yeah. that what, is that what I'm thinking yeah, about yeah it's an yeah. antioxidant
1: oh, yeah it helps okay. the skin tissue yeah and, there you go yeah <laughs> and actually um, selenium there's a there's a um, synergistic effect with selenium they work together selenium works in concert with uh, vitamin E mm. uh, vitamin E actually protects selenium uh, from oxidation cuz selenium's a mineral
0: right okay
1: And the cool thing with selenium is um, it reduces uh, inflammation and lowers oxidative stress in the body. And um, one Brazil nut, if you eat just one Brazil nut a day, uh, you're actually getting two days worth of selenium.
0: Wasn't there a commercial with Marc Messier? and It it was like he had a bag of um, Brazil nuts and they're like, I bet you can't eat just one. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that? Was it no. was it Brazil nut? I mean, maybe it was Lay's chips. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm getting confused.
1: That's awesome. That's true. Because I mean, it's okay if you eat more than one Brazil nut because okay. selenium is uh, it'll stay in the system. So it's not you know you could have a, a handful of Brazil nuts a, once a week and that's fine. But you're funny. You
0: used to do. You used to come up with your your bag of Brazil nuts and say, "Here, have one." And I'm like, "I can't have just." one <laughs> <laughs> they're nuts they're good I have, I like know. a bunch
1: yeah that's true that's true and and the typical question i get from clients and patients is well um what about other nuts like doesn't almonds or walnuts don't they all have selenium and it's interesting because brazil nuts are grown in brazil no way <laughs> brazil was named after the nut really yeah because it was the um biggest uh, commodity commodity of the, the country. And so they actually, um, and they export them. And anyways, their soil is rich in selenium. Okay. And so the Brazil nut is rich in selenium. And in the Pacific Northwest, where we live, it's uh, lacking in the soil here.
0: But we do have hemp. <laughs>
1: That's right. But selenium is a mineral in the soil. And... Uh, um, it's a little bit different. That's a different topic for us. You
0: are a wealth of information, Sandra.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if you eat a local diet, like like the, you know, hundred um, hundred mile diet, is that what it's called? Exactly. Yeah. Then you could potentially be lacking in selenium.
0: Oh, right. So unless you live in Brazil. <laughs> and then you'll be getting lots of it.
1: <laughs> That's right. You're hilarious.
0: So for all our Brazilian (laughs) listeners, you're okay. (laughs) You're good. so
1: funny. So people ask, well, where else can you get them if if you don't like Brazil nuts or you have an allergy to nuts? Um, You could also get selenium out of, there's some in tuna and whole grains.
0: All whole grains?
1: I know that in pasta, like, so the soil in Saskatchewan and the prairies where they grow the... um, uh, the wheat for pasta mm-hmm. that is um, got a good level of selenium,
0: but not as much as a Brazil nut. No, okay, but there's some, so you need to eat a lot of pasta.
1: <laughs> no, you don't. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I would suggest, like, if you well, you could have tuna um, once in a while, like once a week or once uh, in a couple weeks. Um, you're having some pasta. It's That's the whole thing about the balance of nutrition. And, you know, you don't have to do all these things every single day. You have variety, and then you're going to get different nutrients from different foods. And then that creates that um, balance. Exactly. Gotcha. You got yeah, it.
0: You can get a little bit crazy with... Um, you know checking off your list of oh did I get this did I need this so oh, I gotta have some of this and and you know that's not good for your mental health I'm sure to be you know you think of how much you're eating every day if you're doing that at every meal and every time you eat you're gonna drive yourself crazy so like Sandra said it's just eat a well-balanced diet and you'll probably be getting most of what you need
1: absolutely yeah no you're right it's uh it can cause some um, OCD like uh, behaviors where you're like, you know, making sure, oh, my goodness, I was low on my uh, vitamin C today or I was I didn't get enough uh, selenium or whatever. And that's the thing with those all those uh, devices you can get now, like a um, a wearable device where or um, your smartphone where you can input Track
0: track your food.
1: Yeah, and then I think that becomes a little bit obsessive, and and uh, it's good to kind of maybe do that for a little while and get uh, an idea of what you're eating and what you're getting from your diet, and then um, and then just you know live. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly,
0: just live. (laughs) That's great advice. It really is, right across the board.
1: we can really like the way that we can monitor our health and our body these days, it can get like a little overwhelming and a little obsessive. Absolutely. You know, and that actually, you know, an extreme, right? So we're talking about uh, maintaining a healthy immune system. And part of that is stress management and just trying to um, manage your stress by uh, tapping, like kind of, checking out or like doing yoga or self-care, you know, having a bath, going for a walk, doing something active outside.
0: Yeah, for sure. There's so many different um, factors that affect our health, our overall health. It's not just what we eat, but uh, yeah, we got to look after everything and it all works in harmony. So
1: totally. And we're going to actually and sleep. I didn't mention that, but that's going to be a whole episode on Mm. sleep and (laughs) And how uh, diet can impact your sleep and how um, there's a balance with that and physical activity and all
0: there's that. There's so much to talk about. We're going to be here forever. Yeah. <laughs>
1: fun fun. Yeah. So I guess we should uh, go on to the next one. We've talked, uh, I think we did a lot on vitamin E and selenium. And then um, let's talk, well.
0: You got to talk about zinc now.
1: Oh, I didn't talk about zinc. I almost forgot.
0: Zinc out.
1: (laughs) Okay, of course, it's the last one on the alphabet, and it is a mineral. It's a, um, it's it's a micronutrient mineral, and it supports the creation of new immune cells. Ah. And it can really help with uh, healing wounds and preventing inflammation to help infection. Okay. So the thing with zinc is um, you don't want to take too much. So if you take a supplement of zinc, it can depress the immune system. Like if you're doing it every day or you're taking it on a chronic uh, basis, like a single dose supplement of zinc, that can um, affect how you absorb um, copper, iron. It can can actually depress the immune system. Oh, really? (laughs) So
0: you're and does it depend how much you're
1: taking yes okay. yeah. oh yes yeah. so the dose it's always dose dose yeah, dependent but right? you said
0: if you're taking it every day it's like um like so too you're taking, much every if you're day taking a little bit every day that's okay yeah okay
1: yeah well you get it in your food uh you get it in seafood like oysters and uh <laughs> mm. <laughs> we're going to talk about that with the sexy foods sexy foods (laughs) podcast episode uh zinc is in chicken and beef uh whole grains and oats uh, lentils uh beans nuts and seeds and yogurt and tofu wow
0: it's everywhere
1: yeah you know it is it's pretty widespread it's in um you know a lot of different foods
0: and just tiny little bits i'm guessing
1: it's a micronutrient yeah. so we just need a little bit for uh for our health and right for our immune system
0: and is there uh some uh relationship with men and zinc and prostate cancer or something yeah yeah
1: absolutely or it's a, it it helps with fertility and it helps with the um with sperm production. So you want to have enough zinc, zinc, but not too much because then on the other end of the spectrum, um, older too, men- Too much sperm. <laughs> older men with good can- prostate cancer. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting you <laughs> sidetracked. Um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, that's another reason that you don't want to take um, too much zinc in a supplement.
0: All right, uh, and you said where it's from, it's from everywhere lots of different foods have zinc.
1: That's right. All right. And you're probably wondering how much
0: I was totally wondering how much.
1: So upper limit of zinc is 40 milligrams a day. Oh, Uh, so 40 milligrams. And that's across the board. That's Um, not
0: much. No, no. Like, I mean, I see some of the containers are 50 milligrams or more. Yes. So yes, exactly. That's Like way too much. Yeah. They're selling you that.
1: Yeah. Upper limit is 40 and all, uh, men need, uh, is 11 milligrams a day. Women need eight milligrams a day. Um, so if you're taking a supplement of 10 milligrams, um, like, or if there's a little bit of zinc in your multivitamin mineral, that would be okay. Um, but if you are taking say 50, cause I see there's a formulation of 50 milligrams a day, um, in a zinc, in a supplemental form, plus you're eating seafood or grains or nuts and seeds and all those other foods I just mentioned, then you probably could be getting a little bit too much too often.
0: Can you take that uh, like once a week then?
1: Yeah. Because it's a mineral, it stays in your system.
0: Okay. There you go. So maybe that's what it's, what its purpose is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah it's purpose yeah
0: no I mean it's it's uh designed to be taken once a week versus once a day
1: oh you mean the kind that are on the shelf that are 50 milligrams yeah oh I don't know I mean the companies do whatever they want
0: (laughs) do whatever they're allowed to do
1: (laughs) I don't know I I think they sidestep a lot of (laughs) do you think (laughs) I don't know yeah we won't go there (laughs) yeah um, all right, so look at that. We went to A, um, vitamin A, beta carotene, C, D, E, selenium, zinc. Awesome. Uh, now,
0: what, what did you you said that there, there was a relationship with zinc and selenium and vitamin E? There's they all work together. Or something?
1: Well, selenium and vitamin E uh, work in concert together. Right. Um, zinc and selenium have uh, similar um, uh, cofactors, so meaning. They are, um, if you take too much of one, it will reduce the uh, bioavailability of the other one.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And then so you can actually, because they compete with each other for absorption. Ah. And so if you're taking too much of one, you can actually um, become, get a secondary deficiency uh, in the other one.
0: Okay. See who who knows that stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> it's crazy how much information out there. Probably the general public has no clue about, and we're just popping stuff, thinking we're doing the right thing, but really we're actually hurting ourselves. Yeah, potentially. It, could,
1: it potentially. And the thing is, too much calcium can reduce uh, the absorption of zinc. Uh, too much iron can reduce the absorption of zinc and reduce the absorption of copper. And too much copper can reduce the absorption of zinc and the absorption of selenium. So there's all these little um, relationships and bioavailability of the various um, minerals. Uh,
0: yeah, that's crazy. Um, I remember you've always told me too that uh, drinking coffee in the morning, uh, the coffee, if you have your vitamins first and then drink coffee, the it doesn't, your vitamins don't get absorbed
1: yeah you should actually it's it's usually um, with most vitamins and minerals taking them with food is a good idea because then uh, the presence of food helps with you got your salivary glands going and all the digestive juices flowing and that's when your body is absorbing um, everything so uh, there might be you know iron I think is one that you can take um, without food but uh, most of them, it's good to take with food. Right, right. Yeah, and and there are factors like, um, coffee. The oxalates in coffee and tea can affect the absorption of um, iron and various uh, minerals and vitamins. Interesting. Yeah. So
0: take. I always take my vitamins after my coffee now.
1: <laughs> well, take so, it with your
0: your breakfast. Well, that's yeah, that's after my coffee too. So. Um, Okay, so on to the next, uh, what's next on the list there?
1: Well, first, I just want to mention if uh, for toxicity symptoms and for zinc, I mentioned that you could reduce your immune system, but it's also people can get headaches, uh, loss of appetite, nausea, and vomiting, and um, so there is, uh, you know, uh, some symptoms related to zinc Uh, toxicity like getting too much
0: okay interesting
1: there is deficiency symptoms too for zinc Um, so like if you don't get enough zinc so if you're not so you're
0: basically if you're not eating because it's in everything by the sounds of it
1: yeah yeah but there's people that are malnourished or they're um, malabsorbing so they're not getting they're not absorbing the zinc they should be getting and then that decreases your immune system right and increases inflammation it causes diarrhea if you're not, uh, if that's a deficiency symptom, is diarrhea. And also um, with kids, um, their growth and development is um, stunted. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, I guess just pay attention to yourself and, and uh, eat a balanced meal.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: With lots of protein and probiotics.
1: Yeah, oh, that's the other two that we're going to talk about. That's Oh, we
0: should should talk about them then.
1: (laughs) Protein, definitely. I mean, we all need to make sure that we're getting uh, some protein in each meal if possible. So, um, you know, the plant-based proteins are excellent, beans, lentils, um, nuts, seeds. um, And then, of course, uh, if you want eggs and chicken and fish and seafood beef they all have that's a good you know amino acids are the building blocks of protein and we need that for uh, our body to run well and to build um, our immune um, function
0: right I noticed that my oatmeal has protein in it
1: yeah there's protein in oats
0: I didn't know that there's a lot of protein in oats it was like eight grams of protein in like a third of a cup Ah. And I eat like a lot of oatmeal. So I was (laughs) like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of protein. I had no idea.
1: And it's good because you put uh, different nuts in there. So like the almonds or the walnuts or the pecans or whatever nuts. And then you see the seeds, the pumpkin seeds are full of protein. Yeah. uh, Hemp hearts, chia seeds.
0: Blueberries. That's my, that's my antioxidant. Yeah. Excellent.
1: Yes. And, and fiber. I mean, the. The oats have good fiber, too, and so do the nuts and seeds. But, yeah, it's all uh, – that's an excellent breakfast, actually, oats with uh, nuts and seeds and um, and then some berries. Yeah, excellent. and then I
0: just put white sugar all over the top of it. Yeah, you
1: do not. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. You do not. No, I do not. Here, I'm
0: just being silly.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, it's the perfect breakfast until –
1: yeah. <laughs> Although it still would be better than uh, – um, then frosted flakes or <laughs> th- whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's loaded with good, good, uh, nutrition. Um, protein. Okay. So, uh, we talked about protein. The
0: question about protein. <laughs> and I think, um, it's one of those things that is maybe a lot of people want to know, especially if they're exercising and working out um i need to eat a ton of protein that's what that's what it says on everything about exercising mm-hmm. and so what's i mean there's there's athletes working out at an athlete professional athlete level that maybe they need a different amount than just your uh your regular weekend kind of pumping a bit of weights kind of guy needs mm-hmm. um is there a recommended amount for your average person—it's
1: about um, 0.9 to 1.2 grams per kilogram
0: of your body weight. Yeah.
1: So yeah. for you, um, you would okay, need.
0: We're, we're going to get personal
1: here. <laughs> well, you are, getting are personal. People
0: are getting their calculators out. <laughs> <That's right.
1: laughs> so you probably you need about. Um, about 80 grams of protein a day up to about 100 grams of protein a day
0: and that's assuming i weigh how much
1: <laughs> you don't want me to say
0: oh i don't care <laughs> I'm just, i just want to make sure well, you did the, the math, low end.
1: Right. i know i know well it's um well i'm I, saying
0: i weigh about 185 pounds okay i did it's it. pretty average male
1: i yeah i put 80, in the weight department i put 82 kilos okay so Which is like 180
0: and so what did you say for how much protein i should be eating
1: so times let's do it at the low end times 0.9
0: and is this assuming i'm working out and i need more protein
1: uh this or is assuming your, that you're not really like you're just doing your i'm a couch basic, i'm a couch potato no basic da- activities of daily living so if you want to do working out then um like do that calculation then that would be, um, let's see, about 90 grams of protein a day. It's
0: the upper end of that that scale you said. Is that what the... Yeah. Okay, yeah. I see, I see.
1: A little bit, yeah, exactly. That's actually mid. If you were sick and you had wounds that you were healing, maybe broke your arm or you had surgery or something happened, then you would probably need a little bit more protein right. to help with your... Um, your lean body mass, and for uh, helping your immune system stay strong.
0: Gotcha. So what was that? Do you remember what that number was again? Because I just so wanted... We
1: said 90, 90 grams okay. of protein. And so...
0: What does that look like as food?
1: Okay, as food. So in one serving of uh, chicken, turkey, pork, beef, it's, there's 25 grams. Okay so one serving is about the size of the palm of your hand um so for you you know how many would that
0: be that'd be three steaks a day
1: (laughs) no 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 no. No, uh... you're very funny so you get remember you just said your oatmeal has protein
0: it does. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. So you don't have to so go no steak crazy in the morning. with oh I got to eat all this meat to get my protein requirements. But no, actually you don't. You can get it through nuts, through seeds, through um, uh, through eggs. You yeah, have eggs. Dairy, dairy most has days. protein. Dairy, and then you can definitely have chicken, fish, some beef or red meat uh, sometimes. Like it's not that you need it every day. Um, it's, uh, you can definitely find other sources of protein and definitely, um, beans and legumes and lentils, all the, you know, those plant-based sources of protein are awesome too.
0: Yeah. And if you read the label, you'll see if whatever you're looking at has protein in it. It's one of the main things on the nutrition label.
1: Yeah. So the last thing we're going to talk about is probiotics and, uh, that is, important for immune health too because you think of um they actually are now finding that the gut and brain have a connection a big connection
0: oh crazy and so if you're maybe not so crazy i don't know yeah connected
1: yeah if you're if your um gut's not happy then uh that can affect your immune system and your health
0: right okay
1: So the probiotics are, um, they're actually the good bacteria that promote gut health. And, uh, they, they're found in cultured, um, foods like, uh, yogurt and kefir, that's dairy products. And then in fermented foods like, uh, kimchi or sauerkraut.
0: Sauerkraut, right. Kimchi is delicious. We've just discovered that recently. It's so good.
1: Totally. Yeah, it's what Korean cabbage, fermented yeah, Korean
0: cabbage. But spicy. I like yeah. spicy.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So probiotics are um, part of the puzzle too. Um, and they've kind of just been, I don't know, discovered probably in the last decade or so. And we need prebiotics to help the probiotics live. because <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Okay, so people that are not having any um grains like they've cut out they're on a low carb diet and they don't want any um grains the thing is a lot of the prebiotics so it's food for the probiotics right um they uh the prebiotics come from a lot of those like root vegetables and whole grains and it's uh a good source of food for the probiotics. So we want to uh, make sure that we're feeding our, our good bacteria.
0: Right. Interesting. Um,
1: it's all balance, eh?
0: It really is, yeah. And, you, and it, unless you sort of dig a little bit and, and do your homework um, or listen to an informative podcast, um, you're not going to know this stuff. So it's it's yeah. not the basic uh, basic knowledge.
1: We should also mention magnesium.
0: Oh, magnesium.
1: Yeah. It is widespread in our diet, in nuts and seeds, fruits, whole grains, leafy greens, and chocolate. Mm. <laughs> um, so if you're eating a variety and balanced diet, you're likely getting enough. It is the fourth most abundant mineral in the human body. And Involved in many body processes Half is stored in our bones And the remaining in various tissues Throughout the body So anyways it is found in a lot of Antacids and laxatives So high dose supplements actually Lead to diarrhea So that's a obvious um, Symptom of it. Okay I've got too much going on here yeah, It's fairly obvious Yeah I mean it's not always obvious Why you have diarrhea But uh, the the thing is With magnesium, it is widespread in the diet, so you likely don't need a supplement. But if you are deficient, uh, which can happen for people that have malabsorption problems or malnutrition, and then it can uh, negatively affect their immune system.
0: Right. Good to know.
1: And there's also the role of certain micronutrients in illness that's still evolving, there's evidence that suggests a little extra vitamin C, zinc, and vitamin D may help reduce duration and severity of a cold or flu. All right. Yeah, so wrapping it up uh, with the um, eating well to maintain a healthy immune system, um, along with the, you know, sleeping well and exercise and stress management, um, diet is key and uh you gotta include um you know good sources of uh beta carotene um vitamin c vitamin d zinc uh, vitamin e selenium probiotics and protein
0: the top eight Mm -hmm. yeah and it's so important to just eat a balanced meal have a balanced life and be happy just be happy
1: <laughs> and the variety is important with diet too so having not sticking to the same foods all the time every day but I, yeah, having that's that's totally a little true. bit of variety
0: well thanks for uh sharing your knowledge with us sandra it's uh i'm i'm kind of blown away with how much you know this is uh um a learning experience for me too so um yeah it's great to talk to you again and uh we're looking forward to our next podcast which I think might be sexy foods
1: <laughs> well we'll try to do that before or around Valentine's Day so we're getting close
0: yes we are <laughs> okay uh, we will talk next time thanks All right. thanks for joining us today on My Wife the Dietitian if you like what you heard don't be shy leave us a comment or review and be sure to share our podcast with your friends If you'd like to hear more, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our social media pages for updates, episode trailers, and other odds and ends. For more info and links on what we discussed on today's episode, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun-filled episode.